beer bottles clanging, a guitar wailing the blues, and the sound of gunshots and laughter bounce off the walls here inside the Slippery Noodle Inn. Smoke fills the air as women in low-cut dresses and tight corsets sashay through the crowd of men, making eyes at the more prominent of the patrons. A petite woman in purple circles the pool table before sitting down on the lap of a player waiting his turn. As she leans in to whisper something in his ear, shouting from the bar, well, louder shouting than normal anyway, causes the whole room to pause. Though bar fights weren't out of the ordinary, it wasn't typical to have a woman in the middle of it. Two men were shouting, reaching over the shoulders of a woman in blue, desperate to knock the other one out. The woman was crying, begging them to stop. Just as the bartender came around to break up the fight, she was shoved violently to the ground. The bartender quickly turned to tend to the now sobbing woman, helping her to her feet. As his back was turned, only for that short moment, screams and yells came from all around them. He bolted upright and turned to break up the fight, only to find that he was too late. He whips around in time to see one man slumped over a chair, while the other one was nowhere to be seen. Just a bloody knife stabbed into the bar next to where he stood. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah I, I do. do. Oh, oh my god. I hate it. She put her poodle in a microwave to eat it. Yeah. Mm. To eat it. Oh no. No, 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 no. See? <laughs> I, I hate us. <laughs> that better. I, I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm like. I'm just mad. I'm I'm mad. I'm happy. I feel a lot of emotions right now. The fact that we both knew. Hello. You are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. And I have a tragic tale for you today. Is it? Oh, Oh, that one. I thought you were about to say the, um wardrobe faux pas we have done no okay yeah one wardrobe faux pas is i wore just a plain red t-shirt and jean no i wore khaki shorts today Mm -hmm. uh, but i've since changed into black shorts megan is also megan shows up in a plain red almost the exact same shade of red Mm t-shirt and black and gray leggings and i jokingly i was like oh are our gauges the same we pull back our headphones Pretty, pretty darn close. close i have white gauges in and you have like pale Pastel. lilac yeah like something like that but that's not the grim tale i'm actually today i just wanted to let everybody know because i'm so mad that it happened i worked my uh, my second job today at the restaurant and i was cutting a slice of cake for somebody <laughs> oh gosh I'll, I'll preface right now nothing got anywhere like everything is fine except for me i'm just very sad because i'm sitting here like with a balled up fist but with my index finger pointing out because my index finger is out of commission on my left hand <laughs> someone ordered a lemon cello cake by the way which heavy on the lemon cello very nice but <laughs> i oh god sorry i'm like thinking about it and it's already making me feel like Ugh. Again, I, uh, there was something, <laughs> there was something on the knife and I not, I did this very improperly. I just grabbed a paper towel near me and like, you know how you slide a knife, you like slide the towel down the knife to clean it. 
Um, I just shaved off very cleanly the pad of my index finger. Mm. Oh, <laughs> oh God. It's like I'm getting cold chills. I immediately yelled a bad word and then just grabbed all the paper towels and walked away. I don't know. I'm fine now. I showed <laughs> Megan and she's like, oh, it looks like I like what well, I cookie cuttered cookie a piece of my finger out. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Just a nice rectangle. You know, when I worked at Subway, that's the worst job I've ever had, everyone. I don't even care if <laughs> anyone I work with is listening. Y'all know how terrible that place was. Yeah, no, okay. I lived with her when she worked at Subway and when she worked at Starbucks. And I'll tell you, between the smell of spoiled milk and Subway bread, spoiled milk every day. I hate the smell of Subway now. I didn't eat it forever. But uh, we had to slice our own tomatoes in like this wall slicer. You would like ram the tomatoes into a wall oh, of razors. it's like and a I, mandolin slicer. Yeah, I slipped and missed and my fist went right into mm. it. And my manager looked at me and goes, you didn't. I was like... I did. <laughs> <laughs> I've done. I have hurt myself so many times at restaurants. It's a nightmare. I burned myself last week and I still have a mark on my middle finger. Yeah, I showed someone. I was like, I burned myself and flipped him <laughs> off across the kitchen. No, I said spoiled milk. It's not that Starbucks is using spoiled milk. She no. would just spill milk on her apron. They would take their aprons, aprons home and it just smelled like old milk you stunk dude yeah i know y'all think when you walk into subway you're like mm, fresh baked bread and cookies okay it doesn't smell like that after an eight hour shift and especially mm-hmm. after five days in a row of eight hour shifts <laughs> no same with starbucks you accidentally whoops a daisy spill a little bit of milk or sauce or something on yourself and then you have to go home in that and then it sits and it just festers and it is the grossest so just be thankful you didn't work at these places and have to just smell like oh, it uh, forever and ever. Yeah. Whew, we digress. Yes. All right. So anyway, this week we are talking about the Slippery Noodle Inn. It's not the old Slippery Noodle Inn. It's just the Slippery Noodle Inn yes. and restaurant. Yes. Okay. No, just the Slippery Noodle Inn. Okay, I'm going to keep Putting making it. Stuff. I know. No one knows at all what the last episode was about it's john ruster cemetery sorry everybody it was kitley king cemetery it took Mm. me about 30 minutes into the episode to realize my mistake this is the slippery noodle inn in indianapolis indiana yes so it's another restaurant restaurant. so many there were a lot of haunted restaurants apparently they just came out of the woodwork well i mean speaking of starbucks you said you thought a starbucks you worked at was haunted right Yes, well, I'm not going to talk about it. On the, we'll have to save that for like a listener episode or something. But the Starbucks I worked at was definitely haunted, and it's not oh, because of that Starbucks. It's because of what used to be on the land. Okay, that I now forgot about that. Starbucks. My bad, my bad. And I mean, we talked about Moggers, where I'm at, and now we know Hacienda, and now the Slippery Noodle Inn. And the Slippery Noodle Inn is old af right as super old okay yeah. that's what i thought but i'm not covering that megan's covering that but before we cover that i want to drink so what yep. are we drinking megan we're picked this drinking. up i have no idea we're back to wine i do but see that it's white yes wine. yes this is a riesling yeah so i know i <laughs> And I went back to 7th and 70, mostly because the cat, honestly, if I couldn't find a thing there, I'd still go pet the cat. Was he there? Yes, of course he was. What's his name? Oh, I think it's something just like Max or whatever. I I think it is Max. I don't know. I have no idea. Well, first of all, she asked if I needed anything. I said, I'm just browsing. And then she asked again. I'm like, I look suspicious. So I said, (laughs) uh, 
me and my sister were here a couple weeks ago looking for something to pair with our podcast and she goes oh so i told her what this week was and she goes oh come with me and i said oh, what was i just a different lady from the last time no it was the shorter woman it oh. was different from the one who helped us before okay but i told her kind of some of the things i was looking for the themes in this episode and she said oh come with me and i said wow i didn't think it'd be this easy <laughs> and i we never Okay, when we go to look for drinks, we're always thinking this is going to be cake. We're going to walk in and be able to find it. And then we can't. We feel dumb. This one I had to choose between several because there are so many different topics, I guess, that I could have chose from. Yeah. And we realized too late that they actually, the Slippery Noodle actually has a house drink. Like how we use Champagne Velvet from Augers. Yeah, Champagne Velvet is Terre Haute and it's in the same area. But this, they actually have the This Is It IPA. IPA, yep. But that's not for purchase anywhere near us. I don't think you can actually purchase it anywhere except for the brewery that it comes from, which is Metazoa or the, the Slippery Noodle. Noodle. So, yep. yep. But she was very helpful, gave me a lot of options, and I ended up going with this wine. It's a white wine, Riesling. I know. You haven't turned it around yet. It's a big mystery. So it's a woman's back, and she's wearing a corset, and she's kind of old-timey looking, and it says, barely legal. Oh, so I picked this not because now there's a couple of different things this encompasses and that's why I liked it. We'll get to it. Um, There's a brothel. There's Mm -hmm. we talk about prohibition. Mm -hmm. We talk about the Underground Railroad. So I feel like it covers when I liked the title barely legal. Plus, it also had the woman in a corset and. Okay, I just definitely took it in a minor direction, and I was like, oh, yikes. Yeah, I, f- I figured you would, but oh, I wasn't what, what trying that supposed to. to mean? Well, because it does, that was my first right. thought, too, when I saw it, like, ugh, but then I, I thought about it, and I went with this one. It's a really local wine. It's pretty darn local. This is actually in bottled in Clinton, Indiana. Oh. So, okay. and that's all the wine she showed me were actually within the area yeah within a reasonable distance so this is tj haas winery in clinton indiana and it has no description at all okay well it's a riesling so we know it's a sweet white wine it's a semi-sweet table white wine okay that's all i got for you (laughs) so short of going did i just do my oh no did you just cut yourself on the foil no, we can't no, have another, good, I was like, good. we can't have another accident right now. <laughs> I got really nervous for a second. Okay. And it is a pop. So I've got to screw this thing in. I should have been doing it while I was talking. But That's okay. It's a, I, this is a fancy corkscrew, so it's not too bad. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's, let's see it. Let's hear it. Let's take it. All right. I'm in a weird angle. So <laughs> here we go. Woo. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, Hold on. One more one more time. Okay, let's Here try again. We go. Oh I kinda jiggled it there at the end, but that, <laughs> I saw that. it felt pretty good. It sounded pretty sounded good. pretty nice. Hmm. Smells, smells one, good. Smells and here good, comes apparently. the poor. Oh, we hate the poor, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> I hate the homelessness problem that plagues our city. <laughs> from uh-oh oh i'm not gonna say 
Oh my God, you guys, I feel like we've kind of let up on the movie quotes and I'm sure some of you are like, God bless, but. <laughs> no, I'm always and forever quoting something. And I realized we just watched uh, Grave Encounters the other day. Yeah. And how many lines did they say that I was like, <laughs> I said, I say that on a daily basis. I say that on a weekly basis. It was a uh, really scary. Really scary. <laughs> The sock drawer was from Oh my there? gosh, yeah. I didn't realize that the whole it's as haunted as a sock drawer came from Grave Encounters. Yeah. But anyway, no. Someone stands up at, to give a speech, uh, like kind of a thank you speech about a homeless shelter. So he, is this still not ringing a bell? He stands up to give a speech about the homeless shelter and he holds his little index card. He stands up, he goes, I hate the homeless this problem that plagues our city he's <laughs> no. like you know what i don't need these tiny little cue cards no nothing okay well oh gosh darn it guys I, you know. <laughs> is it animated or no it's not i'll even give you the character's name that says it captain hammer oh okay there you go all right well, that, that, that's a dead giveaway that's folks. so easy <laughs> yeah well whatever i'm saying it's dr horrible sing-along blog if you haven't seen it yet go see it uh i can't find it on the internet. Well, okay, you can buy it places. I don't know. Just give it a listen. Anyway, we need to drink this. Yeah. I need a drink. It smell. Wow. What does that smell? Wine. Shut <laughs> your mouth. Dang, man. <laughs> no, it's it like the smell is very familiar. It's. I think it's just like a really. It's just it smells like a good white grape. Mm. Honestly. Give it a taste. I just took a drink and it it. It's a semi-dry. What? No, no, it's oh not. Oh my gosh! I'm I like, just, mm. I just took a drink of it like it was water. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! It easy. We Dang. have this super chilled, so like. Oh my gosh! I do kind of want to. I do want to chug it, but I can't. It's very good. I. Good job, TJ Haas Winery. It's really sweet. It's. It is. It's not dry in the slightest it's pretty darn sweet i know Mm -hmm. i say i like rieslings this is sweet in a way the thing is if you've ever had say reggae red from eastley winery or if you've ever had oliver's sweet red wine those are sweeter in the traditional sense of sweetness this is i don't know how to explain the sweetness that's happening Mm -hmm. i would not want it any sweeter than this i like it don't get me wrong but yeah there's not any dryness to this except for the very end at the tip of the tongue you get a little bit of tart at the tip and then the back is where it's like really hitting me like right in the back of my throat which is good because now i'm gonna be all gross like i drank some dairy and i have to give you the history or mcdonald's orange juice (laughs) (laughs) i can't i apologize you all know okay no you know oh my gosh what is uh, let's start a thread of non-lethal things that could kill Prince Philip right now. I'll start a drop of McDonald's Sprite. That's all. No. So sorry, Kevin, if you're listening to this episode. I The fruit notes are there. I, I can't figure it out. I, I am not that complex of a person. I don't know. Yeah. No. Well, with the one we drank, uh, oh, I guess it was a beer, the apricot beer, I we got that pretty quickly and I don't know if it's because it was literally on the label it said apricot wheat but this there is no description it's just a very sweet white gr- yes. grape it's a very sweet wh- white grape I don't think they definitely didn't 
use the skins for this. I feel like they couldn't have. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Don't you know? We're not professionals. I just mm-hmm. like to drink, really. So anyway, oh, we finally made it to the history we are, <laughs> section. We're gonna get in the history, which. Uh, most of it's going to come from the Slippery Noodles website because they're real big on their history. Uh, who would know better about the building than the people who own the building? Yeah, you know, <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes. So I'll go ahead and jump into that first. <clears throat> the Slippery Noodle Inn was originally founded in 1850 as the Tremont, Tremont House. Mm-hmm. It is Indiana's oldest continually operated bar in the original building. Okay. So that's why I was like, I feel like, I mean, I guess that is old. 1850 for Indiana is pretty old, but. Yeah. I um, mean, I feel like the state was established in 18, I mean, the early 1800s, but mm-hmm. still, so, I don't know. Oldest op- continually operating yeah. bar. And they call it, uh, its nickname is The Noodle. <laughs> so. it's so stupid because the place is literally called the slippery noodle but for some reason i like the noodle the noodle that's on their website they call it the noodle <laughs> the noodle is listed in the national register of historic places originally it was a roadhouse and bar so i immediately think of patrick swayze and roadhouse and i guarantee you haven't seen it no i apologize patrick i have not. swayze mm- no be nice no <laughs> i'm saying no i have not well there the it has traditionally been owned by people of german descent and it was one of the first german clubs in indianapolis i don't know maybe it's because of the demographic of Terre Haute, but i feel now it's i'm starting to get the vibe that indiana as a whole is mm-hmm. a, lot of a german more germanic immigrants. yeah state mm-hmm they go on to say that the noodle has been through several name changes over the years. Man, you want to, this would give 14 hands a run for its money, first of all. That goes back to, oh, what was that? Was it Ashmore? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, okay, yes. I can't remember. Well, I was <laughs> thinking was. of 14 hands, so I started thinking of Miram. But that I was know, just changing I hands, not too. changing names. Yeah, it was how many times the name changed. So they said it's been through several name changes. In the 1860s, the name was changed to the Concordia House. And this name came from the first German Lutheran immigrant ship that landed in the New World, which was called the Concord. Oh, makes sense. So giving a little bit of, whoops, lost the word. I don't know. (laughs) Like a... Continuity? Complimentary. No. I don't come know. To me and I'm going to yell it just randomly. <laughs> <I know>. So <laughs> it says, as a side note, there is a cemetery on the south side. I assume they meant south side of Meridian Street, named Concordia as well. Maybe that's why it sounds a little familiar. I don't know. I don't know. Homage. Yeah. <laughs> Was that the word? <laughs> kind of. Okay. Yeah. There that's, it is. It will work for this <laughs> for the situation. <laughs> In later years, the name was changed to the Germania House, and it remained the Germania House until the start of World War One, because Avi. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I like yeah. it. took a little too long to kick in. It said German associates were to be avoided, so the owner at the time, Louis Beck, changed the name to Beck Saloon. Mm. Mm-hmm. Prior to Prohibition, Walter Moore purchased the saloon and named it Moore's Beer Tavern. 
During Prohibition, it was renamed Moore's Restaurant, although they were still selling beer out of the basement. Uh-huh, barely <laughs> legal, get it? Oh, uh, yeah, it's there. <laughs> there's one of them. There's one. <laughs> but after Prohibition ended in 1935, it was renamed Moore's Beer Tavern again. Um, I have not been keeping track, I'll be honest. No, I think I, we're at five names. Now. Okay, sounds right. Sounds about right. <laughs> well, if you count Moore's Beer Tavern twice. twice. Yeah. So. In the late 1940s, Boris... Peter Chef purchased the saloon. That is a good guess on his last <laughs> Sounds name. good to me. Another side note, Boris's son piloted the helicopter for President Lyndon B. Johnson when he came to town in Indianapolis for the groundbreaking of the downtown post office. Oh. Yeah, but... The little things. Yeah, sad. He was killed shortly thereafter while test piloting an experimental jet. Dang, so, that sucks. Rip. I know. Rip in peace. I'm already losing first names. Boris. His last name is Boris. Boris ran the tavern until early 1963. This this is what I don't understand. We talked about this the other day. Boris ran it until 1963 until Amelia Feinhout, who was the property owner, took over. And she found that she hated running a tavern. She didn't like it. She bought it and then said, nah. Oh, because we were talking about orf. Yes, because they yes. set people who take in kids and want to foster or start an orphanage and like, I hate kids. Yeah, like, I hate kids. Let me start an orphanage so I can beat them. Why? Yeah, so the website said that Amelia was the property owner and she bought it from him and then absolutely hated it and promptly put it up for sale. I mean, I guess trial and error, but that was a rough trial. Like, yeah, I, okay. I don't know. Restaurant owning is not for everyone, clearly. Right, like... Someone was in it for the check. Uh-huh. <laughs> so today's owners, uh, well, it's the family, mm-hmm. is the, God, forgive me. <laughs> I mean, they're of German descent because they said it stays within, like, German families, German owned. Yeah. Yegi. How is this spelled? Y-E-A-G-Y. Yegi. Yegi. Yep, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yegi. Yeah. <laughs> um yes sure so Yehi, if you want to do a light g uh, <laughs> just yegi it's fine stop harold and loreen yegi which are the yegi family is who owns it today but harold and lorraine were the parents of the current owner which is Hal. okay Yegi, no, Harold and Lorraine Yegi <laughs> bought the bar in late 1963, taking final possession on December, Friday the 13th. Dum, dum, dum. The Slippery Noodle Inn was named by Hal's dad after a lengthy family debate. And at the time, Hal was six years old when it was named. They said that names were thrown out in, to the family to vote on, and about 5 a.m., Slippery Noodle just sounded good. I mean, that's how it really do be like that. Right. So everyone's like, yes, let's go to bed. Slippery noodle sounds great. Right. It was five in the morning and they're like, the next thing that comes out of someone's mouth is the name of this The only bar. thing that would keep you up longer and be more heated would be a Mario Kart game. But like. Or Monopoly. <sighs> you gotta think of the time. Okay. It was 1963. I don't. I'm just talking about now. I don't know. <laughs> Mario. I will wreck. Mm, okay. Go on. <laughs> the noodle the noodle has <laughs> remained in the Yegi family since that time. 
Hal took the bar over in 1985 after his father's death, and since that time, it's grown from one lunchroom count or one room lunch counter into the Midwest premier blues club. And it must be that one that that awkward stretch that we walked into. I feel yeah. like that has to be it. Yeah, the original. Yeah, well, because like the built. Yep. yep. They said the inn has been used in all types of activities. It was in the Civil War years as a way station for the Underground Railroad. Mm-hmm. Later, it was used as a bordello or a brothel. Mm. And it opened up in the luxurious inn. Oh. Mm. It remained open until 1953 when a patron was killed. Mm. Oh, yep. Yeah, okay. We heard this story. Mm, Yes. Two customers of the brothel got into an argument over one of the women, and one killed the other and left the bloody knife in the bar. Like, Mm -hmm. stabbed it into the top of the bar. Yes. And you can still see... Uh, we didn't get to go in there because we'll get there. Yeah. Um, we didn't get to see it firsthand, but they just lacquered over it. And you can see the indent in the bar where the guy stabbed his knife into it. Mm-hmm. During Prohibition, the Brady and Dillinger gangs came through and hey. used the building. They used the back of the building and it was originally built as a horse stable. And they turned it into a room for their target practice. Yeah, which they talked about that? Which we did get to see. They said that several slugs remain embedded in the lower east wall, which we got to see. Yes, they really are there. pictures of them. So we will share those with you guys. Yes. In addition to liquor and beer being distilled in the building, cattle and swine were slaughtered and butchered in the basement. Mm -hmm. And they said that you can still see the meat hooks and water lines down there. I don't I don't I don't recall seeing seeing, the hooks and stuff yeah neither did I so some just notes I guess about the built the literal building itself it says that the front bar room is made from pressed tin the ceiling okay and that it was installed around 1890 the bar is made of tiger oak and it's well over 100 years old and believed to be original with the building hmm Uh, The trough at the edge of the bar was used as the cash register in the old days. And they just used the honor system where people would like toss their money in the trough. God, you couldn't do that. It just, oh, that's frustrating to me that you just can't do anything like that anymore. I saw a thing about a Japanese farmer's market where there's a bunch of produce and everything set up on this stand. And it changes based on what's in season at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And all there is is a yeah. little box. Yeah. And they're just like, it's just on the honor system. There's nobody manning these farmer's markets. You mm-hmm. just throw your cash in and go. And people do. And also, like, on the same concept of honor system, she left her umbrella on a bench or something and went to the grocery store. And, like, two hours later was like, oh, my umbrella. Went back, had to go across town to the bench in the park that she left it in, sitting exactly where she left it. Yep. Still sitting there. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? (laughs) Man, people suck. Well, they do make the comment, uh, if I finish the sentence, it says that they use the honor system, and if that didn't work, the Colt 45 did. Oh, okay. I I should have let you finish. (laughs) Well, it was on my next page, so... They said that the Noodle is the oldest commercial building left standing in Indianapolis, and the Tremont House sign painted on the north side dates back to the 1850s. Well, poop. I don't remember. Uh, I don't we saw, we like, three sides of it. I'm sure it was the one side the one we, we didn't. didn't see. Yeah, that's my guess. So that's 
pretty much what's on the Slippery Noodle Inns website. The rest of the information I got is from WTTV, which is Indianapolis News Station. Mm -hmm. And they did a story on it. And I apologize I didn't get the date, but I have all my notes here from it. So (laughs) it's okay. They said that the Slippery Noodle was a former hotspot for mobsters, a watering hole during Prohibition, and a haven for runaway slaves, and even used as a bordello. So we knew all of this. <laughs> we for, knew. Thank you. <laughs> for 55 years, the noodle's been owned by the Yeagley. Ye- Did I just say it right? Yeagley family? Oh, is Did- there an L in there? Yeagy. No, Yeagy. 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 <laughs> Well, okay, E-A, let's think. E-A, E-A makes I an I. Y. Makes a Y sound? No, it's spelled E-A. Y-E-A. Okay. But E-A together, doesn't that make... Oh, like Frau, I hope you're not listening. No, I don't think E-A matters. That's just an E sound because I, it's the I and the E that matters. If it's the E is the second vowel, then it makes the E sound. If the I is the second vowel, it makes the I sound. But that's not what's happening here. They're the Yegi family. <laughs> That's what's happening. Maybe Yeegi, because if you think about it, Jaeger is spelled G-A-E-G-E. Yeegi? Oh, I don't. I get... <sighs> whatever. Eggy family. Noodle's been owned by <laughs> for 55 years by the Y family, and they turned it into the nation's <laughs> top blues bar, according to Rolling Stones. Ooh. So they've even been featured in big name magazines. Even if you're not from the Indiana Midwest area, you all know the Rolling Stones magazine. They feature live music seven nights a week. It's located in downtown Indianapolis, and it's just one block from Lucas Oil Stadium for all of our football fans. Yes. Oh, they've had a lot of famous patrons, which I can't believe. I don't know. Maybe they just don't. I bet it's up in the bar. We didn't really spend a lot of time in the bar because there were actually people sitting in there. But they've had a lot of famous patrons stop by, including, but not limited to, Harrison Ford, Peyton Manning, of course, Jimmy Fallon, Billy Joel. Oh, my word. Yes. Dan Aykroyd and Robert De Niro. So I don't remember seeing those. There was a section, we'll get to it, Mm -hmm. that me and Maddie, you and Cody disappeared. Me and Maddie followed along. And there were pictures of you. We were like, hey, we're going this way. And then you were gone. We're like, okay, we'll just tell them, I guess. I didn't hear you. There were some pictures, but I didn't see any of those people. Oh, yeah. On this, uh, if you go to this news article on the website they have picture i they definitely have the picture of dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. but when i saw billy joel i was like shut up because they played a lot of billy joel oh my god so. i will never get over i was at a i was at a little bar in, in indy one time actually and this guy was playing billy joel he was doing piano it was like an like an open mic night but he was on the piano and he was pl- started playing billy joel and i was singing along are there like kelsey sing along with i was like no no, I only do, oh, okay, I, you know, I messed up the whole story, but he was playing something. I was like, oh, I'll play some Billy Joel, and tell me why he just goes like, crack, crack, and starts playing, I think she's always a woman to me, which is one of yes. my favorites, and then I was like, I jokingly said, oh, I'll only sing Billy Joel in B-flat. He went right over, transposed it right there, and started playing in B-flat, and I was like, oh my gosh, and then I started crying, because I sang it to my cat, who has passed away now. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, he just like looked at I feel like he kind of looked like was it Billy Joel? I can't remember. He just looked at me. He's like, "Well, are you going to sing?" I was like, "I'm too flustered right now." Oh my god. I wish I could remember where it was, but he just on the spot. I was like, "Oh, I only do Billy Joel." Plays I was like, "Oh, only in B flat." He plays it in B flat. I was like, "I have no excuses now. My cat died. Leave me alone." Billy Joel is a national treasure. Amen. Billy Joel wakes up every day and goes, 
I'm Billy Joel, and that's it. Right? <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> so I lo- I highlighted this line in the article because it was funny. It said they talked. They just talked about all the the famous people that have visited the bar, the Slippery Noodle. It says, however, their most interesting patrons might actually be their dead ones. Dum dum dum. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so now we get into the haunted stuff. There are, this is a quote from Sarah Etherington, which she is the events coordinator for the Slippery Noodle at the time this was written. She said, there are some people who come here specifically because they want to see if they can feel a presence or see something with their own eyes. Hi, it's us. And we're we're all shy about it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We'll get there. That's, God. (laughs) If I had a nickel every time we said, oh, we'll get there. I know. God. I'd have two nickels. (laughs) Etherington said she's heard of 13 different entities who call the Slippery Noodle home, many of whom the staff have named, like the Boss Man, the Shadow Man, and Sarah upstairs. I could have swore she said Emily, but this says Sarah. I... And that could be, I don't know if that's a misprint because the person that's talking is Sarah Etherington? Maybe, and also... There's a lot of, like, questions here. Like, one, you said Sarah is the one speaking here, so maybe it was a misprint on their part. Also, we'll talk about it, but the person who showed us some things had been there, what, two weeks? That's true. She'd only been working for a couple of weeks. She was a deer, but... She was. Also, can we talk about how the last name Etherington... She sounds like she needs to be on Bridgerton or something. Oh, my gosh. I just think of Melissa Etheridge for no reason. Oh, okay. Well, I watched Bridgerton because I am that person, and I got sucked in. I have not, and I will not. I shan't, I can't, and I won't. It's a lot of heterosexual. That's exactly so. <laughs> why I was going to say I'm gay, so I haven't. It's good stuff. <laughs> I fall asleep every night watching the L word. <laughs> I wake up every morning to RuPaul. Well, <laughs> Jesus. This is a lie. I just play Shoot. video games. That's it. Same. It's weird. Okay. <laughs> Sarah goes on to say their limo driver just sat back. Did I skip a line? <laughs> what? Oh my god, stop. Wait, okay. what? No, because they said the, the lady upstairs' name was, quote, Sarah. Oh, here Not we go. to sound skeptical. Yeah, they said that there's entities that they've named called the Boss Man, Shadow Man, and then Sarah, who may or may not have made an appearance at a wedding that was taking place at the Slippery Noodle. Mm. So she goes, and that's the line I skipped. So she goes on to say there, like the the couple's limo driver just sat back here with them, and after the ceremony, they were having lunch up front, and he said, hey, who was the woman up in the balcony? And did you guys hire a photographer? Like, who was she? She's hanging out. Mm -hmm. And he described Sarah, and he described her to a T. Like, the people who worked there were like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yikes. You saw her. One of the Noodles' most well-known entities is simply known as George in the Basement. So that's another one. Okay. So you do have random people who may or may not know about the... The haunted history behind the slippery noodle and this guy described one of the ghosts that people see often so yeah and then i jumped ahead to george i'm sorry the wine is no, it's fine <laughs> here we go they she continues and says this is sarah 
Etherington. Mm-hmm. One of the keg delivery guys came in and he was going into the basement. He flipped on the lights and he said he saw someone down there and he described George. He said George was right in his face when he turned on the light and he left the building and said he would never deliver there again. <laughs> and they said the basement is undeniably eerie and full of history. I could see that. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Again, with the we'll get there thing. Lord. <laughs> This article was like kind of a history piece and covered the haunted stuff, but they're also trying to sell on the slippery noodle because yeah. then they say there's four things you need to know about the slippery noodle in. And the I was like ready, wonderful. ready yeah. with a pen. Like, let's go. It says the first fact is kind of okay on par. It says Etherington says the staff is more than happy to take customers on a tour. Yes. But it's always a good idea to call ahead just in case it's a busy night. We were liter- We were trying to, like, figure out how to sneak this one in. And then as soon as I read that, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you can call the Slippery Noodle guys and Instant. say, hey, we want to come eat dinner. Also, we want to see a ghost. And they'll say, we okay. got you, fam. Yeah. Number two is the Slippery Noodle isn't just a great nightlife and spooky ghost place. It's also, they also offer a full menu. Ooh. Yeah. So it, I said, boo. <laughs> no. <laughs> Get me back to the ghost. Right. It's a full menu, though. If you're indecisive, be aware. Yeah. The other two points I already covered, they said that it was established in 1850, and it's one of the oldest running places. They said it was a way station for Underground Railroad, which we covered, and they feature music seven nights a week. So the first thing was, ooh, spooky, and the other three was great food, great music, great Great company. atmosphere, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Whatever. They said it's a great place to go after a Colts game. Okay, Indianapolis, okay, calm down. Uh, but did they die? What? Stop. <laughs> Back to the fun stuff. Yeah, dead people. They said they used to make whiskey down in the basement during Prohibition. And while they were down there doing some stuffs, they found human bones. And Ooh. they... And, oh, it literally says they wrote... The person who wrote this article put pause something buried (laughs) this article was a trip i'm not oh my god i'm not kidding pause something buried question mark no that's not a bunch of hocus pocus meant to send chills down your spine oh i love hocus pocus oh my word Mm, they said apparently many years ago there was a flood in the basement now this we can attest to we were told this by the girl who helped us There was a flood in the basement, and when the waters receded, something interesting happened. Yeah. (laughs) There was an area that was significantly sunken lower than the rest of the floor, and Hal, the owner, Yigi, Y, (laughs) had a contractor come in, and he said, that means there's something buried there. So they said, you can either dig it up or we can pave it. And Hal is very much a believer, according to Etherington. So he had a priest come in and bless the area, and then they paved it after they took away. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Is this to be told later? They don't really touch on it again. That's why I was like... Because you didn't say what it was. Am I supposed to tell you later what it is? You can. I would say because I don't believe they touch on it. And I don't want to... We can discuss and see if it lines up yes they said that it was also used during the civil war we know this it served as the way station the underground railroad the slaves would come and hide out in the building and then they would catch a train up north Mm -hmm. 
While touring the basement, Etherington pointed out a tiny room that served as a hiding spot for slaves during that time. I believe we were... may have been shown that. I can't remember. I feel like yes. It says it's tiny and ominous. And it's a room that in all her time working there, she refuses to enter. I feel like I know what room that is. Is that the one that I just like, without hesitation, was like... Let's check it out and walked up there. Everyone like poked their head and I was like, excuse me. It may have been. <laughs> she Etherington said it just doesn't feel right in there for her. So she doesn't go in there. I mean, I the old saying goes, we'll get there. Yep. <laughs> Moving upstairs now. So you've got the basement, you've got the main floor with the restaurant and the bar, and then you've got the upstairs. Upstairs, they've recreated a room from the days from when Slippery Noodle was a brothel. It served as such until 1853 when, according to the website, the customers got into that fight and one killed the other and then they shut the brothel down because, yikes. Because men have to fight over women. What? (laughs) Men ruin everything. God. Am I right? Men. God. (laughs) They also talk about the Dillinger and Brady gangs and how they would use that room as target practice you can see the slugs in the wall. She admits that some of the stories and alleged sightings of the slippery noodles give her goosebumps. So how does she keep coming back night after night? You may ask. Great food. Great, (laughs) great music. Great atmosphere. Honestly, she kind of takes it the same way I probably would take it. She said, I talk out loud when I'm alone in there. I say, it's just me. I'm doing some paperwork. (laughs) And then she knows that we're good and they'll leave her alone. I mean, yes, been there. That's really, I mean, anything else, even between those two, between the website and this article with, I almost said WTHI, that's our website, WTTV in Indianapolis had a lot of overlapping, so I felt like any more I was going to start getting the overlapping, but that covers the history and haunted history behind the Slippery Noodle Inn. Yes. Which brings us to our next part of the episode when Kelsey will be covering our personal experience. Personal experience slash investigation. Yes. So, did we go to the Slippery Noodle because we were hungry as heck? Absolutely. <laughs> I smashed. I wanted, I, I don't know. I can't, Man. what did I even order? I can't remember now. It was very good though. I had some like teriyaki chicken sandwich. Oh, we sandwich. did. We both got the teriyaki oh. chicken sandwich and cheese fries okay uh no i got cajun tots and okay well i were... got cheese fries mm. um i would say 10 out of 10 would recommend apparently if you don't like pico don't get nachos because cody was all upset about that and there were oh there's pico on his nachos he doesn't like tomatoes or whatever the food is very good i'll start by saying we get to the slippery noodle we get inside they're like I think I don't they seated us I think or did we get to pick where we sat we kind of picked where we, we sat yeah they said uh there's more seating back there so yeah because we, we walked there. into the little bar area where actually the two men fought one died and he stabbed the knife into the bar which we found out later mm-hmm. but it looked like a bunch of regulars hanging out watching tv and we're like we're gonna go sit somewhere else yeah so we did <laughs> so we went to the back and literally sat in a corner because we're like we have to be creepy with our ghost stuff where no one can see us and then eventually someone sat right next to us i was like well god dang like right do you mind (laughs) you have an entire restaurant and you choose to sit here yeah 
I hate people and their lack of, oh my, I, mm, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so we sit down, our waitress comes walking up, tell me why. So she was a trip to start off. <laughs> right. She she walks up. In grabs, a good way, in a good way. Yeah, yeah. She like flips around the chair next to me, just sits down straddling the chair. She's like, I hope y'all don't mind. I'm going to sit here for a minute. I've been standing for a while. And we're like, I mean, I get you, fam. And she said something else that was, I can't remember. She was just on one. And I can't remember what we said, but Cody just threw us under the bus. Threw us under the bus. We really need to be better about promoting ourselves more. He's like, oh, these two do a podcast. We heard this place is haunted. She's like, yep, sure is. And then very matter of fact. Yeah, just like, yep. And then we ordered our food, did our thing. We were trying to figure out how to slyly investigate this location because we weren't aware of the whole literally tell them hey is this place haunted we want to see ghosts and they're like come with me so i didn't i was so absorbed in my food that i didn't hear the table behind us talking about an investigation is that what it was yes well they the table a couple tables behind us it was a group of guys and she was their waitress as well and we heard we picked up on one of them saying so can we get the tour and we're like tour of i know i heard the whole i'm literally like wrist deep into my mouth with my sandwich i'm just so into this food and then i hear like the the table our table just tour did you hear tour they said something about tour. <laughs> we the tour. i was like this sandwich is great. I like. I was just gone. <laughs> I had been driving. Well, no, I hadn't driven this leg, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. So we are like, we need to hop on this tour if we can, if that's what we're talking about. So she comes up, asks us how the food's going, if we want to split up our checks or whatever. We're like, yeah, we'll, we'll split it this way. Also, like, tour. What happened is she walked away and we're like, oh no, we got to do something. I said, well, I have to pee real bad. And I got up to go to the bathroom and she stopped me and goes, hey, we're going to do a tour of the building. Do you guys want to go? And I didn't even like say anything. I just like shook my head. Yes, really. Oh my God. And she goes, okay, we're getting ready to go. I said, can I have like two minutes to pee? And (laughs) these guys are looking at me like, who? What? I know. Like you were getting up, like they were all gathering together. They, she asked us to come over there. I was like, Megan's peeing. Like I was afraid. I'm like, we're just going to leave her behind, I guess. So I moved so fast. Right. So this girl, she did tell us, she's like, I've only been working here a few weeks, but I know a good chunk of it. So, and I mean, it was a very it was a random slow time so there weren't mm-hmm. a lot of people at the ready to give this tour so she showed us around we went into a room where someone had a birthday party the night before there were still balloons it was wonderful it was nice <laughs> and then she takes in us in the base well not quite the basement right it's like a pre-basement yeah like the a, lower level a sub-level level i'm not doing a good job it's it's not quite the basement yet mm-hmm so see this fun little room it is cool not haunted at all go upstairs and then we make our rounds to start in i think the big room right like she's just because she was just making she was making comments as we were going there was a little pass through that Mm. she said the kids would do something at i've lost the first half (laughs) right i know well so here's the problem there is a critique on this which is there was the four of us and then there were these three guys and then our waitress she had only been there a couple of weeks. That's fine. She did know a bit, and she told us as much as she could, but you could tell, like, public speaking and tour guides were not her forte. 
I mean, and so same. She would, I know, I know, I would fold under pressure. I'd fold like a paper napkin. But she would start explaining things before the rest of us had trailed up to where she was. And she's already halfway through the explanation. We're catching the last few bits because people are making their comments and asking questions. And she's like, all right, next thing. And I'm like, wait. Uh, okay. <laughs> so there was like a little pass through, something about the kids using the pass through. I, you know. Not a clue. Doesn't no. matter because I don't think that was haunted either. But eventually we finally make it to the room where it was used for target practice for the Dillinger gang and what, I can't remember the other gang you said. Brady. The Brady gang. And she mentioned that you could see the slugs in the wall and you could and there's a balcony up there so that had to have been where the wedding took place which that also makes sense. Mm-hmm. Backing up just a tiny bit before we get to that room. We have two different apps going now, as we've talked about in our previous episode. We have GhostTube that we've been using, and now we have this Ovilus. Yes. Ovilus, which are they're same concept, but very different interactions, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So I believe Megan has one running and Cody has the other running. Mm -hmm. And we're walking into this room. We have no idea what any of this history or anything is yet. Mm-hmm. We are walking into the room, and I believe one of your, one of your devices. It was mine. Said um, blue. I was talking to Cody because I looked down, and it had said blue two or three times. It kept saying blue lady, sad, blue, blue, and I said, why does it keep saying blue? I've never seen it said blue before. Mm-hmm. So we get into this room, she's discussing the slugs in the wall, and then she's like, oh, BT Dubs, there's a lady in here that haunts the room. Her name is, we think she might have said Emily. Yeah. Which, the name the Emily, the article didn't quite describe that, but Emily did come up in our devices. Mm-hmm. And she pointed up, she's like, yeah, you can usually see her up there, and she's uh, usually in a blue dress. And yep. we're like, hello. And I was so glad I said it out. I mean, I could have used the timestamps anyway, but I'm so glad I said it out loud before she made that comment because it's, I i didn't know. I honestly had no idea why my phone kept saying blue. And it was then, very repetitive. Yes. And then, oh, there's a lady in a blue dress. And I got blue lady sad. Yeah. And I said, wow, that's on the nose. Yeah. A little bit on the nose. Yeah. And, oh, wait. So I got to. We'll come back to it. I think we kind of full circle. That was one of my favorites only because I'm selfish and I came to the realization. But anyway, we'll get there. We walk through that room. Then she takes us into the basement. The basement, this, I work in a restaurant and I'll tell you now, this is wild. The restaurant, the basement is where they keep their dry stock and their just canned goods and things like that. And there's also like, the kegs down there and the the, it's just there's a lot happening down there and i'm like i would never want to run down here if something like diet coke ran out like you can starve you're not getting diet coke sorry it's this very uneven cement slash dirt floor brick walls and you can just see that they walk these floors all day every day and i'm like oh just just casual you know she's like oh yeah that's the room where remember when it flooded down here a body was unearthed and just kind of floated into the open and that's when he's like bless the mess out of this place pave it over let's go (laughs) yeah so that flood unearthed a body and that's where they found the bones and he just he is a believer four bodies to be exact four bodies okay and he had it blessed because he does believe in it paved it i believe 
I stepped into the room because she kind of pointed like, here's where the body came up and everyone kept peeking their head in. It was weird. It was like a tiny, weird little room. The one that Sarah said, like, I don't feel comfortable standing in because she said it was an awkward little room. Yeah, right? a tiny, ominous Like, room. I almost had to duck a tiny bit to get in. Once I was in, I could stand up. It was odd. It was very odd. I don't understand its purpose. It had no, there was nothing in that room and I could see how it would be unsettling. But at three o'clock on a random Sunday... When mm-hmm. there are patrons upstairs and servers walking around and the pop machine carbonation thing going off. It wasn't that spooky to me, but I could see if you were down there alone closing up for the night. Yeah. No, thank you. Mm-mm. We continue on our walk down the hall. And she points to, didn't she say there's a room that she's just like, I don't really know what this room is for. There's a door here. Like, yeah. I feel like we got a lot of those that she opened the door. There was mm-hmm. a wooden door that she opened, and it was a weird, there was like a weird blue light in there. Yeah, and they had kegs or something in there. Yeah, it, it seemed, kind, the blue light and everything seemed sort of pointless, and then there were kegs. She's like, here's a room, close the door. There's another room, don't really know what's in there, walks past. I'm like, dang, I just wish we could just like reel it, it in yeah. and just... Uh, <sighs> She was very nice. Don't get me wrong. She was very cool. I like talking to her. I actually tried to con, not con her. Wow. I tried to get her to give me some of their acoustic tiles because they do have that live, they have the live music that plays there all the time. So they have acoustic tiles. They have a room that's made for that. They have a bunch of excess acoustic tiles in the basement. I was like, so what do I got to do to get some of those? Because I'm trying to work on my music room right now. I did not get those tiles. I'm very upset by it. So, we move on. She points out the section where there is, where the Underground Railroad specifically was used. Like a hideout. They said a way station. Yeah. Yeah, so we got to see that. At this point, we're getting to that, and everyone's sort of creeping in. I was the only one that heard it, so I'm not going to chalk it up to anything necessarily. Me, it was like, I was all the way in the back, then it was Maddie, Megan, Cody, and then the three guys. And we were getting ready to move on to something, but nobody was walking at this point. We were all standing, staring at this underground way station or a section of it. And I whip around because I heard someone like crunching. Like I said, these are concrete slash mud dirt, dirt. floors. Yeah. There's almost like rocks. There's ro- there is actually a place where it's just gravel. Uh-huh. And I heard someone stomping through that, not stomping, but walking through that coming our direction. So I turn around like, oh, maybe it's a server coming through. They need... Or a kitchen staff, they need something from down here. So Sriracha. I turned, I turned around to get, yeah, I turned around to get out of their way, and there was nobody there. Oh. And I told Maddie, I didn't get a chance to tell you because, like I said, this was like a rapid fire, yeah, thing. Tour. And Maddie looked at me, she's like, "What's up?" I was like, "I don't want to sound stupid, but I just, I really thought someone was walking up behind us. Like I thought a server was coming down here, and." Hmm. I didn't, I actually, that's the first time you're hearing about that. I didn't yeah. get to tell you because there was just so much to take in so quickly. I will say you, you brought that up thinking that, that you heard a server behind you or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And I know we're like critiquing her touring skills. I'm wondering if it's also like, hey, I can take you on this tour, but also I'm still on the clock. So I think let that me was just run you through. Yeah, I do think that was the case. And that's kind of a bummer. It's almost like when this is the establishment that you're running and this is the thing that you're advertising you almost want sort of an extra host or something 
to do these tours that yeah an expendable person that can walk away and give these tours if it's this prominent yeah because she's a waitress so uh, as long as we were her only two tables because if she really didn't leave to go take us and had that other table or something i'd be like oh man (laughs) yeah the longer she's down there the more money she misses out on so i feel that i get that i work in the restaurant industry i get it but it was a little like i had to quickly poke my head into this underground railroad section and they were already walking on to the next thing i was like okay i guess that was fun so we then make our way upstairs to oh first of all we round the this rounded staircase and get creeped the heck out because this is the a statue of the blues brothers sitting yeah <laughs> you're like looking down because these are really steep stairs i'm looking down at the steps walking up you make the turn around the curved uh staircase and then we look up and there's two people sitting in a bench i went oh I- i'm sorry like i thought they were people taking a break it's the freaking blues brothers statues of the blues brothers and upstairs is where the brothel area was Yes. So right when you walk into the hallway off the top of the stairs, you see one of the rooms that they've kept intact, complete with like a velvet wall, the lighting, the bed. That textured wall was nice. I stepped right in. People kept looking. I was like, excuse me. Right. (laughs) Of course, I'm going to walk into the brothel room. Lady in red. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It was a red room. It was a red room and they had like soft lighting up against the wall. They had the whole thing set up. I guess I could have sang red light special instead because we're always Mm. in that. Mm. TLC. It's wonderful. I think they said there's some activity up there. You can hear some of the ladies walking through the halls and things like that. Again, the problem being it's in the middle of the day on a Sunday. It was really hard to decipher because we actually ran into somebody at the top, a real person other than the Blues Brothers coming downstairs. They must have been taking a break or something. So that's a little unfortunate that you can't just do an investigation overnight when there's no patrons, things like that. And this is the part where you broke away somehow. Yeah, I don't know what happened. (laughs) I know, we turned around and you're gone. We're like, oh, okay. And she showed us the green room where bands will sit and wait before they perform. And there was pictures of all of the celebrities that have stopped by and their signatures. We were like stopping staff. Like, have you seen a girl with green hair (laughs) and her strong lesbian girlfriend walking around? (laughs) That's Maddie. Just kidding. It's me. (laughs) So... Cool stuff. That's where I tried to swindle her into giving me the acoustic tiles again. Didn't work. Didn't happen. And she told me, she's like, this is just kind of a cool room, but there's not really anything up here. They actually, like most of the bands don't even really use that green room. I'm like, that sucks because it's kind of cool. They have a private bathroom. Oh. Oh, the tiger oak wood, almost like vanity. There was a giant mirror mirror on the tiger oak bar that was still intact that they took off the bar and she's like this is still the original mirror for when this building was constructed and it's just sitting in this random hallway with some you know spotlights and boxes and what have you in storage i was like man this mirror is i I touched it i don't care good money for it exactly so we walk we find me and maddie finally make it back with megan and cody and we're walking back. We have to walk past the bar again. And Ghost Tube or Ovilus or something said something. And everyone just sort of... we're Of course, we try to say out loud, not loudly, but to ourselves, like, hey, it just said this. Hey, it just said this in case someone can make a correlation. I'm very proud of myself because I made a correlation after the fact. We're walking past the bar area. And I feel like... I wish I could remember. You're going to have to help me exact, like exactly remember if you can. Okay. So I think it said point 
and then it said, did it say stab? Not st- it. I think it said stab. Or did it say knife? It said something like point and then either stabbed or knife or something right at the bar area. And we're like, oh, that's really awkward. That's like, why does that mean anything? That's where homeboy got stabbed and killed. And then he stabbed the knife into the bar. Mm-hmm. And it was giving all of those trigger words indicating like stabbed, knife, point. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure blood came up. But yeah, I didn't get to see. I don't know who said it. I don't believe it was mine. It, well, it may have been mine. I don't know. I can't. I can't remember. I think it was a mixture of the ovelus and the ghost tube. But I, because everyone's like, "What does point? What does stab? What does that have to do with anything?" I was like, "Oh, you know where the guy got stabbed with the bar, <laughs> or with the bar? Hello, stabbed <laughs> with the knife that got into the bar. At the bar, yeah, yeah. That was sort. Of, we had come full circle at that point. She let us back in, asked us if we had any questions, if we liked the tour. We did. I. I mean, I'm not gonna be like. It was trash, thanks, but no thanks. Because it was fine. I wish it was a little slower, but I understand she was on the clock, and I understand she had other things to do. Right. The crappy thing is, unless I'm just... I feel like I sort of blazed through that. I tried to highlight the things I really could remember, because for some reason it's all a blur right now. Yeah. But unfortunately, I just feel like that's what I've got, unless Megan can recall anything that I happened to miss. No, I remember the blue lady, mm-hmm. which all these ladies and all these colors. You got the gray lady, the, the blue, blue lady. lady. Another blue lady, I think. Yeah, there's another. Is, there's a lot of ladies in our Check lives. Check out our last episode, our couple of episodes back. Yeah, I know one is the them. Willard Library and the other is, well, you know, I guess you'll just have to listen to find out. Yeah, because we, we know. <laughs> yes, we're, we're testing you. <laughs> Make sure you go through every episode and find the one with the blue lady. And also like and leave a review for each episode. Yes. <laughs> anyway. So, um, I- no, nothing else really jumped out to me except some of those key words, I guess. those Right. And I believe we also had the EMF reader, if I remember correctly. Again, the problem being this is a functioning restaurant. There is electricity everywhere. So it's yeah. it's just not accurate to me hard to use it's we were in a situation where we didn't know how regularly this whole haunted thing was approached and apparently it's just on their website like hey give us a call and let us you know let us know that you want a tour (sighs) mistakes were made okay so (laughs) i just think the unfortunate part of this is we really we honestly this was a plan this was a plan trip it wasn't like it sounds very flopped together at the very end here and very I don't know I feel like I rushed through it but it's because I was trying to get to the the main points this was a planned trip and we got there and I don't know even though we were like really prepared for this one I feel like I think the problem is it's hard during the day in a restaurant where people are eating and enjoying that I think we are so skeptical going in because you can almost dismiss you go in knowing that any sound you're probably going to dismiss yes just unless it's blatantly like I'm a ghost (laughs) then uh, other than that I'm probably going to just kind of find a way to debunk it yeah so the ovelus and ghost tube helped because it did bring up some stuff we you know we wouldn't catch that and maybe not even in evp mm-hmm. and we got the the blue lady i did get murdered and so it must not have been my phone and i have that picture it's after 
I took the picture of the mirror because mm-hmm. after the mirror is when I went downstairs. So I did get murdered. So someone else must have gotten stabbed or whatever the right the word was. Those two helped. But as far as like physically feeling something, seeing something. Even where we were told a body was unearthed and they paved over it and blessed and all these things. Maybe because it was blessed. Yeah. Or maybe because it was in the middle of the day. Right. No real feelings. No, I really liked the building though and I liked the history and I think it's very cool. But it's also one of those we may not get to experience some of the things that other people experience because we can't, we're not in there all day long the way that the staff is or something like that. I guess we're kind of now, this is all bunching into our last segment, which is going to be the reading. So we're, we're already kind of discussing our reasonings for readings that we haven't given yet. So let's just go ahead and jump into that. Now we're going to rate the location based on a few different categories, Mm -hmm. starting with historical historical accuracy, accuracy, which I, I got it. Three, two, one, five. five. Yeah, it's it's all in. It's not. We're not talking way, way, way back. And this is a standing building. This is an establishment. This was a paid establishment. People came and paid for services. We know what happened. Like, and there's things to prove it. It's two guys got in a fight, and one of them was killed over a woman. Got the stat mark to prove it, and the fact that this building has been passed down through German families, and that stuff carries over. And yeah, it may be exaggerated to some point, but there is physical evidence. Right. The Dillinger I mean, Gang, you can see the slugs in the wall. Yeah, the whole, and, like, there used to be a brothel here. The brothel rooms are still upstairs. Yeah, and it's decorated. laid out in a way that... It, it, it's just like... It's literally just room after... It's a very narrow, small, a narrow, long hallway, room after room after room. Yeah, just very small bedrooms. Obviously meant to only be bedrooms, and you're only doing so many things in those bedrooms. Yes, so do with that what you will. <laughs> it's a brothel. So, historical accuracy, there is no denying that. No. There's no denying the things that happened. The blue lady don't really know why she's there, it sounds like. But, I mean, the guy who died... Mm-hmm. the brothel the women the scorned women maybe who, she was the madam of the brothel like she's the maybe. one who s- took men up to the rooms or yeah, something it, there's a word for it and I, I know just, it's not madam i can't oh i think it is a madam is it madam i think it's a okay madam. so anyway it is and it's because i almost picked a different drink to go with this and it was madam brown oh god i love a good madam which brown. that I is always, a whole other local story that's not really necessarily supernatural but maybe i don't know maybe one day we'll cover some right true crime stuff that's my go-to at the local bar here well one of the local bars here when i don't know what to get i'm just like just give me a freaking yeah. madam brown because <laughs> side note and totally off topic one when we were in indy looking for haunted places we definitely drove by location of one of the worst homicides to a single person in american history and that is not my words that is coming from several sources and i guarantee you it's one of them we we touched briefly on true crime when we did the cecil hotel episode yes we are very deep into true crime as deep as we are into supernatural and ghost stories oh yeah i'm telling you now i've heard some crazy true crime stories multi-murdered dismemberment burned oh my god buried alive just crazy things this story is at the it's got to be one of my top five worst like makes me 
feel physically ill. Yes. True crime stories. Yeah. So if y'all want us to really just take a dive into that, maybe we can do like a bonus episode or something of just true crime stuff and really surprise and delight our listeners. Yeah. I feel like you all probably fall in the same boat. Like supernatural and true crime almost kind of To me go a little mesh. bit hand in hand. Yeah. yeah. Because if you have ghosts, you probably have a murder. And I mean, yeah, the, the spirits have to come from somewhere. Almost always. Anyway, we digress. Let us know what you think about maybe bonus uh, material. That's our little hint at that. And if we do end up covering that story, which not to not to twist your arm here, but I really want to tell that story. Yeah, I do and I don't. God. I, I was going to say, if we do do it, we will keep it as censored as we can. It's... Uh, it's, it's bad okay it's making me feel okay let's go yeah. on it's it's a weird historical accuracy is a five yeah <laughs> <laughs> next is going to be scare level so oh man i okay i've got i feel bad <laughs> i'm trying already to already so, an indicator uh, so i i don't want to already sway your decision that we haven't already said out loud but i'm thinking not like say you take any time of day into account if you got if we got to do an overnight investigation like we got to do at moggers or yeah. we got a late night when no one was there hacienda i feel like i know mine and you're probably going to be surprised but we'll see oh okay okay ready yeah three two one two one so it's close. a little bit higher close i just the thing that this building has going for it that i guess moggers kind of did but that hacienda didn't or that we didn't get to see, that they all have. Go down in that basement by yourself. Yeah. That's what kicks it up a little bit for me, because I could see if all of the electrical, if everything was off for the night, there were no drinks running, so you didn't have to hear the pop machine going, like in the background all the time. I think it would be creepy. I really think it would be. I think it would. Old rickety wooden doors for no reason, gravel floors. But... We didn't experience that. So, yeah, I'd like to think that I'm in an unknown building in the basement where it's dark and creepy. Yeah, I'd be creeped out. I still feel like I'm giving it a one, though, just because of what we really did experience. I hate to do that to you. I I mean, I guess that's true. I'm going on the... What ifs? The expectations. So I'll real... I I like how I'm folding very quickly here. I could reel it back to a one. I'll meet in the middle. I think... If we're being 100%, I could make it a zero. I could make it a zero with what we experienced. Yes. But I'll say a two would be if we had the opportunity to do an overnight and nothing was on, no one was there, it was just us. Mm-hmm. Meet in the middle, meet that old Georgia Pine, one. Yeah, I'm giving it a one only because it's not even necessarily a scary feeling, but when I got the validation of Blue Lady, mm-hmm. it, I was just like, wow, that's And the bar thing, whatever weird. combination of words happened, that was weird because i remember i just remember saying the table went oh yeah (laughs) it was this realization moment Mm -hmm. so not very scary no but the last thing we're going to cover now and well kind of last thing is the believability believability of the place being haunted so weird yeah okay Uh, okay I guess I'm just going to go with my gut. I'm not very good at this. <laughs> like, I'm not good at this. You're going to kill me. Up. You're going to kill me. You're okay. going to kill me. Well, then maybe not. Three, two, one, Three. two. We couldn't See? even reel it into the end. No. I'm going to backpedal here. I and what I just poo-pooed you for doing and saying, we didn't experience it. I was between a two <laughs> and a three, to be fair. Because of what other people have experienced. 
experience. Yeah. I mean, I I want to, and I, I think we went the exact opposite thought process here because I wanted to experience those things. We've heard all of these stories and this is literally one of the, it's, if you look at Indiana's most haunted, haunted locations, it's going to be on the list of top 10. Yeah. And you hear these stories and you know these things and you know the people that went through those halls. But I, it just, I don't know. I, I wanted to, I believe that there's something there, but I need a lot more convincing personally. And so I went on the lower end. Okay. That's true. I mean, I'm not going to change my stance just because if these stories are true, they're talking about people who, as far as we know, have no knowledge of this. And then they describe seeing people that the staff sees all the time. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's our friendly neighborhood ghost. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I. we definitely just went opposites here. And I'm like, I can't mm-hmm. use other people's things here. Which I just yelled at you, yelled at you. I just <laughs> tisked you Stop for it. doing <laughs> on believable or on um, scare level. But Meh. Okay, I guess that brings us I, to... I want to say that we're on the same wavelength here, but we I just... We know, we're just going different ways to get to the same point. Yeah, we know, we did the friend connection thing. We know, we're... <laughs> n- 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 sorry, Maddie, I'm very sorry. <laughs> Dang it. Well, okay, anyway, the last thing is just overall. We're going to take overall. all of the scores. Okay, well... Mm, okay, I think I know what I want, sorry. I'm just going to go with it. I'm Again, I'm this is, you're going to look at me like I'm nuts. No. No. Okay. I, I say very skeptically. No. Oh, maybe. Your voice went up there a couple octaves. Three, two, one. Three. Four. Dang it. Oh, wow. We, we did get, not get a single one. Wow. This one hurt a little. I didn't like that. No. It was strange. I didn't uh, want to go with the safe three. I didn't want to. I, why? Then why'd you go up? Because I really liked... Looking up the history on this one, I don't know why. I just thought it was okay, so, so you're interesting. Biased. There's so many different aspects. You've got prohibition. You've got the brothel. You've got the Dillinger Gang. You've got the Underground Railroad. You've all you've these got different eggies. things. You got yeggies. <laughs> all of these different things that I don't. It, it's very interesting to me. So is if anything to go look and visit for the food and the history. I am. 100% for that. I Yeah, I just... And the fact that they're like, yeah, well, totes give you a tour if you I ask. know. I guess I'm just a little more skeptical today. I don't know. I, I got, I'm i sticking with my three, personally. I did a weird... I'm not even... It, this wine is making me... <laughs> it's real. I know. It grounded me. I'm finally in home territory, and I'm grounded, and I feel confident <laughs> in my responses. I feel good about mine, but I also like that we're standing our ground. We're not going to sway I'm each other. I'm not going to fold all the time. Maybe. It depends. It depends. <laughs> I still stick by my... I say a four just because history is really cool. And maybe you could catch it at a certain time. Maybe a Sunday wasn't a hot time for uh, right. all of these hauntings. As an establishment, definitely go see it. Like, haunted stuff aside, I think it is a very cool building. Mm-hmm. Really good food. I like... The service that we got, all that jazz. But I, I don't know. I just I, I it requires am, another visit and some more Cajun tots. <laughs> yes, I will have to have some more Cajun tots before I can really decide. <laughs> so that is the slippery noodle in Indianapolis, Indiana. Yep, that it, wraps it up. Yeah, if you don't mind creepy, realistic statues of the Blues Brothers in not one but two <laughs> places in the building. <laughs> This is the place for you. 
And also, I you can, if you drank along with us and drank the barely legal, which it, you're only getting it if you're from around here, um, yeah. just grab something uh, that gets you in like the jazzy mood. Or oh, yeah. if you're feeling a little frisky, you can get something. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> the brothel. Oh, oh. I'm just like, I'm not. I'm just hungry, really. Oh, same. I may or I may not have be. Taco Bell waiting but, in the other room. Let's wrap it up. Am. Okay. <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in and listening to another episode of Or So They Say. I don't understand this voice. I don't know what I've, I've done here. I'm like a little mad at you. I've already, <laughs> I have already committed to, I've committed to this voice. Oh my so. God. Are you going to do ASMR? Oh. oh my god okay we have to finish this up so fast um we have social media you can block us i mean you can follow us shut up oh my gosh <laughs> facebook instagram and twitter at or so they say pod you can visit our website or so they say pod.com and we're gonna post pictures and everything that it, pictures when they're available like megan said she has pictures of the slugs in the wall we'll have those on the website yeah we'll post pictures things like that we if, try to take videos and such yeah. but that is for another occasion which is yeah if you want access to more in-depth investigations like videos evps things like that you can do donations either at our patreon which is a subscription at patreon.com slash or so they say pod or you can do a one-time donation at paypal and we'll have the link for are you on our website or social media check it out there and last but not least check out our merch that we've got shirts we've got um, bags iphone cases laptop oh yeah, ga- covers cups just literally anything if you want it we m- probably have it probably <laughs> so, probably and we're always looking to expand and do some new designs for you guys but go ahead and check out what we've got at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod and Last but not least, because I definitely lied to you, yes. next week is our listener episode. Holy so, crap. Is it for real? Yes. Next. No. No? It is not. <gasps> we'll technically be short. No. Yes, you're right. Oh, my God. You've Did, got me so messed up right now. I, what year is it? Hello? <laughs> Hold on. Now Kelsey's got me. Look. Do, do you like how I don't know my own schedule for my next own week is our listener episode <sighs> okay you are correct it's april 1st remember because it's not a joke <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. okay if you want to we've got a couple of our listeners who've submitted stories if you'd like to join them and have your own supernatural experiences read on our podcast here you can send them to our our email account at or so they say pod at gmail.com tell us all your spooky experiences like we tell you guys all week long give us a break and let let us tell our listeners your stories please give us a break (laughs) (laughs) i'm desperate please and i have an announcement before we go Oh. Which is, we've been hinting at this whole, oh, we've got new stuff in the works. We've got new, possibly, equipment coming. It came. It's here. It's here. So, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you now because this will get you all as amped up for the extra content as I... It'll get you as amped up as I am for the extra content that hopefully will be coming now. So, you know that we've gotten the voice recorder. You know that we've had the EMF reader. We've had the old school Ouija board dousing rods. Things of that mm-hmm. nature. Ghost tube is there. Ovilus is there. I know we've been a little on the fence about that lately, but 
I'm so excited that I finally got my hands on one of these. I've wanted it since we started ghost hunting, but I've always been poor. So, <laughs> and I will say this is definitely this is thanks to your patronage. This this is what the money goes to. We now have two infrared night vision camarders that we will be using for investigations. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. I am so excited to set these up and actually have video footage because we we say that we hear these things. We say that we see these things, but you just have to take our word for it. And now finally, mm, man, how long have we been wanting to look into night vision capable camcorders? Uh, When did Ghost Adventures come? (laughs) Like even before that. It was honestly since Ashmore. It's, yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a very long time, and we finally have not one, but two, and it is thanks to you guys. Yes. Holy cow. Thank you for your donations, because now we will have extra content for you. Thank you. And I'm so excited to piece it together with the voice recorder and the EMF, and it will all be there. And you know what that sounds like to me? It sounds like we may have to go back Oh, I literally already have a handful of places in mind that I want to revisit. Maybe to revisit and prove to you guys that we are not making this up. (laughs) One place in particular. Mm. Lord. Okay. Well, that's all. Very excited. Very appreciative. Thank you so much. I have been playing with it like a a kid with a new toy. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for your donations. Keep supporting us. Check us out. I was not kidding. Please follow us, share us, leave us a review if you can. We're, I mean, wherever you're listening, I'm sure there's a place. It helps get the word out to tell people about us and it, we appreciate it so, so, so much. So yes. Thank you again. And we'll see you next week. See you next Thursday. April Fool's Day is not a joke, but oh. I was going to come up with a joke real quick, but I got nothing. I know, I got nothing. I'm just... Okay. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Cody Mason. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Or So They Say Pod. Visit us at our website, or so they say pod.com, where you can find links to all social media. If you like the show, please subscribe to our newsletter and consider donating to our podcast at patreon.com forward slash or so they say pod. Running a podcast takes time and money, and we'd love to give you the best listening experience possible. Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help drive us up the charts, and of course, thanks for listening. <laughs>